The VC Show is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, but you must be 21 or older. The VC Show, let's go, doing the part with Roz. We got the sports on deck for our audience. Whether it's big news, hot topics, updates, straight facts, storytelling, breakdowns, a special guest. VC Show, let's go, it's time to turn it out. The VC Show, let's go. Let's all right, all right, party people, party people. You know what? Welcome to the VC Show, presented by Caesar Sportsbook on Omaha Audio. You know us, Vince Carter here. Roz is doing what Roz does. She's busy. She's out doing whatever. So for those who aren't Carolina fans, you may log off now. <laughs> and if you are, welcome. We're going to start the show that way. But the reason I say that because I bring in an old friend. And I mean old friend. I'm talking about somebody that is, um, what you do in Carolina? Let me see. National Player of the Year. Scored a lot of buckets against Duke. Um, yeah, all of those good things, man. Antoine James is in the building. Let's go. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man? Thank man. you. You know, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We can reminisce and talk about the good old days and so forth. So we're definitely glad to be here, my man. Awesome, man, man. How you been, man? Like, what's up? We're going to get this out the way and then we're going to get right down to the nitty gritty. What's the golf game looking like? I know you work in it. I know all that stuff, but you know, what's it look like? It's, it's been a while. Uh, I got the opportunity to play about okay, like a month fair. or so ago, but uh, after April 9th, give me like a couple of weeks and then I'll be able to get back in, in rare form and we can go back to our normally uh, wagers that we have out there on the golf course, having a good time and so forth. So, yeah. I want to get right into it. Uh, it's, it's, it's tournament time, you know, great memories of tournament time. But, you know, before I get too far deep in there, you know, I want to kind of dedicate this show to our guy. Alamola Olavolo Kalaja, um, you know, near obviously near and dear to to us, and you know, it's uh, it just gives me chills just yeah. thinking about him. But I, I wanted to kind of, I can't have you on and us not start there because for all of the Carolina fans who know knows Alamola, and you know, can all tell a story of what he means to them, and we know you went out there, you know, to 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 the funeral and everything, and got a chance to kind of you know see him uh, go to a, 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 a better place. But every time I talk about or think about Adamola, you know, I think about one night that makes me smile. One of many. And as soon as I say it, goes, <laughs> for sure. One of many. But, um, I, I always think back to the, one of the nights in, in, in the Dean Dome, late night, going into, right, uh, to bringing in the new year, us playing one-on-one-on-one. And Automola <laughs> beat us going into the new year. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And and just kind of just a smile on his face and just, you know, Automola being Automola bringing joy to it. It's like not happy. I'll be we I'm talking about getting it in. Like it was like no mercy basketball. It's always been that way with the three of us. We were labeled the three musketeers because, you know, that's just kind of we kind of just hung out. We came in together. I remember coming into school early and you guys are there. We kind of just got to know each other. Well, I already knew, obviously, you a little before that, but like, man, who's my man? Like, yeah. it's watching Adamola go from, you know, a German basketball player to learning the American way to being a great dude, man. But do you remember that night? I, I do remember that night. And that's the thing <laughs> I remember because, you know, and we know Adamola. Adamola's always underneath the radar, always humble. Uh, but probably the fiercest competitor I think that you and I have ever, you know, competed against. And you always hear these stories about these players that you would love to have on your team and Alamoto exemplified that. But I remember that night and it was funny because he was just going off. McDonald's All American, I don't care, I just whoop your butt. You know, you <laughs> twenty five points a game. I just yeah, man, what's and um I just remember the the passion and the energy that he had, and that's exactly who he was on the court and off the court. That's who he was as a brother. Somebody was to – you know, was that incident when somebody would call my phone and he was ready to go? And, I mean, that's – that is the definition of – Come on, man, let's go. Of who he let's was. Let's go. Let's go find him. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> yeah. ask any questions. I mean, he was always there – and it's funny, Vince, if you talk to people 
wherever you saw Antoine, you saw Vince, you saw the most. Wherever you saw Vince, it, I mean, we was like that our entire um, time at Carolina. And like I said, to come from Germany into a surrounding that he wasn't comfortable with and just to blend in with the likes of yourself and me, you know, the McTars and, and, and Mac, you know, the Jamon. No, hey, you're going to get this. Touche. But when I say um, a dear friend, somebody who we will, to the day we die, always carry in our hearts and just know that the love he not only had for our friendship, but for the University of North Carolina, I mean, it was, it was tough. And uh, knowing that he's in a great place now, but um, – I mean, you know it just like I know it. When that happened, I think a piece of both of us kind of like, I mean, we lost a lot because, you know, we talk about family, we talk about brothers, but Adam Muller was truly our brother from another mother. And uh, it's still, I still can't, you know, fandom that he's not here or, not get that call and like other mother slow down. What what did you say? I, I, I can't. yeah. What did you say? Slow down, my man. <laughs> <laughs> you know the day, the night nice oh, at Bay Hall. You know him trying to dance and oh. I mean just you mm. know so many fun memories. But I mean truly uh, God sent and like I said, I mean words can't defy what He has meant not only for my life but for yours as well. But I know we know yeah. he's in a better place. But it's tough, yeah. Yeah, and I I mean. I remember two other things that stick out. This is after our our, our days at Carolina. Now adults and having our own families and we're father figures to our kids and you know, Automola's, you know, always reaching out, hey, I'm 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 in the yeah. States. I'm coming. Where where are you? You know? And I remember the last time we the three of us got together was uh I, I did we did the, the podcast house. on on one of my, the other shows that I did at, at the house and it was just a good time, you know, just, you know, I look at that picture sometimes and, and, and I remember posting that picture when he passed and just looking at him and just like, he, he just lights up the room. And for those who don't know Adamola like that and like, who, who is this guy, man? Just look him up, man. Just when you see his picture alone, it's going to make you smile and just feel good just because of the person that he is. And just, he was just, I mean, he did that. He did. That. He did that to people. We were walking in the malls. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> but I think the thing that that you know, I think it makes people it love that guy, show man. is because this is the first time <sighs> you and I both are away from our our parents, our mom, our dad, the household, and we took that journey together. Um, you know, we all had the dream of, of playing in the NBA and just the things that we accomplished. It was all of us. And I think, like you said, a lot of people don't – the name don't stick out because he didn't play 20-some years or 15 years in the NBA. But to the Carolina fans, they knew exactly what he was amplified and uh, – And what he meant to us. I yeah. mean, he just – like I said, you, you can't replace the love that we had for one another and the things that we went through. And um, <laughs> his brother, his mom, I mean, it's just, you know, it's – I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's tough, though, but, man, but like I said, it's just – it was a great guy. I mean, it's not one yeah. person to say anything negative about Automola and what he has meant to anybody, but uh, definitely gone too soon. And like I said, he would definitely be carried forever in, in my heart, your heart, for everybody's hearts, especially at Carolina too. So, For sure. Shout out to his brother, Adekola, and his, his kids. Shout out to those, the, the, those young men. And, you know, we love you. We support you. The VC Show. Let's go. Caesar Sportsbook. It's not just an app, it's a whole empire. Iconic casinos, hotels, world-class restaurants. It's all yours with Caesars Rewards. Because every bet you place, win or lose, earns reward credits, which you can redeem for hotel stays at 50 destinations, meals, tickets, merch, bonuses, and more. Get started today. Create an account with promo code OmahaFull. O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. 21 plus, 19 plus in Ontario. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. 
Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be assessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537 or Maryland. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe Boussier City in Harris, New Orleans, Massachusetts. If you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Tell me about your recruitment. So for I don't even I don't I'm not sure a lot of people know. You 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 committed to Carolina early. Yeah. But when I say early, you committed when? I committed going into my junior year of high school. Going into your junior year, correct. Yeah. So my sophomore like, year, I was like, what was Cause I, I had to cause my biggest thing for me because I, I never asked you that. Yeah. Did you take any visits? Other visits? No, nah, because I don't. If you, I don't remember being from Charlotte, because we had just moved from Louisiana to Charlotte, and okay, of course I wanted to play college basketball, and I had just got acquainted to what ACC basketball was all about, and I knew I wanted to stay close to home, so I had took an unofficial visit to South Carolina, an unofficial visit to NC State, and I took an unofficial visit to Duke. So up until then, I'm like. Hey man. Now this is when was this? Now this, this was like, that that sophomore to junior sophomore, year. So yeah, that summer. That summer. Leading into your junior. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I had took those visits and I was just like, you know, Grant Hill showed me around, Tony Lang, Tony, uh, Tony Lang, those guys. I was like, man, you know, this, this might not be bad. But once I walked on the campus of Carolina and Coach Ford and, you know, Coach Guthridge and Dave Hanners. Who recruited you? Coach Ford did. Coach Ford. I remember he came to uh, one of uh, my AAU games and, you know, charismatic as he is, always, you know, shooting the, shooting the breeze and cracking jokes. And I was like, you know, I, you know, I, I can vibe with that. And it wasn't until, you know, my parents and I took the visit to Carolina. It was just something about Carolina. I just, I said, this is, this is me. This is, this is where I want to play college basketball. And I remember going into my junior year. I already knew I was going there my senior year. It was uh, on the thought. And I remember our senior year at the Beach Ball Classic. Yeah, when I ran into you. I ran into yes, you. Sir. And my high school coach was like, you know, that's Vince Carter. They talking about he might be going to Carolina. So I was like, go, go speak to him. And I remember you, you and your mom was there. And I'm just trying to vibe, you know, you know, how you doing going to Carolina, man? Hopefully we're going to be teammates. Yeah. And your mom just like, so what is it about Carolina? You're like, you know, what what about Coach Smith? You know, I mean, she's sitting there like, if anybody knows, you need to know Carter, because you know, she, yes, yeah, and but you know, because we were getting, I, I was taking a, I took a visit right after Beach Ball, so I was leaving, I left oh, Beach I Ball and went straight there for a visit. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't we, know that. I was going straight. That's why she was asking yeah, that. Yeah, so she. Was, I took a, I took a unofficial since I was already out that way. Yeah. So me and Coach Brick, my high school coach, and. um, the assistant coach, uh, I think, as well. We we took a visit to Carolina yeah. right after, unofficially. And the thing about it, though, so that's why she was asking you that. And it's funny because I remember the first time we met, and it's almost like we've known each other for like more than the time that we knew each other. Because for. people, you got to remember, at that time, social media wasn't a it thing, was no so media. it was like. It wasn't no ESPN, <laughs> it wasn't no YouTube. You can go and see all of Vince Dunks highlights. So I just I saw you yeah. playing. I'm like It was just like 
<laughs> and, he, and he, he was like, oh, you said, you know, I'm Antoine. I said, oh, you the dude that yeah, called me committed. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, cool. It was kind of one of the, like, I feel like every in- introduction that you played in different AAUs outside of having to play someone yeah. in your area, yeah. when you meet them from a new, it was kind of like that. Oh, you the dude I'll be hearing yeah, about. Yeah, like, it was yeah, so, kind of like that. So, I, I mean, I remember that like it was yesterday. Yeah, and it was that instant connection. Like, it wasn't forced. It wasn't like, it was just, just asking questions. You, I mean, he was listening and just so far we were just bouncing off each other. I'm like, seems like a you know pretty good guy, you know, not too bad. You know, we can win some games together. I think we can make it happen. It was funny because it was like, you know, that's the guy that talking about might be going to Carolina. He might be your teammate. And I'm like, so let me go over here and rap to him and stuff like that. So that was funny. That was the <laughs> first time that we met. And then I remember, uh, fast forward, uh, we played the McDonald's game together, and that's when yes. I, that's when I knew who Vince Carter was. Because I think I didn't see you at the beach ball classic. I think y'all had. I, I just saw. I saw you at the beginning. So we played like different. Yeah, times. Yeah, we played right. different times. And then I just remember. So I never saw you. The slam dunk contest in St. Louis. I was just like. And then like just the practice. Think about events what we had. Man, we had Kevin Garnett, Jelani McCoy, Ron Mercer, God Sam God. I mean, we had. Pop- Years. Paul Pitt. We had lines. It was like Albert White. I remember those practice. I was <laughs> just like, I said, bro, this is what I gotta deal with, you know, for the next couple of years in college because we it was we was straight hooping everybody. Yeah. And it was like that it was supposed to be in practices like the, the our practices were like at, or just as pe- yeah, competitive as Tyrone the game that Lou was in there. Like, yeah, I was just we like, forgot about Steph Marbury. Steph, oh, it's just, <laughs> So it was just like I was like, man, that class was crazy, and to yeah. think about the type of success that everybody from that class have had, whether it's coaching, playing a game of basketball. I mean, you know, they talk about the LeBron class and so forth, which they deservedly should talk about. But we we had some heavy hitters in that class that went on to do exceptional things, Hall of Famers, yourself, and so forth, and. Let's not talk about the draft class. I mean, you add Dirk Nowitzki up in there and oh, Mike gosh. Bibby and those guys, man. It was Mike Bibby. Some good good names. Jay Will. Yeah. Man. Fond memories, my man. Fond right. memories. Yes, sir. And speaking of a memory uh, that we probably want to put out of our mind, but let's, let's, let's get this other quick subject out of the way. What happened to us this year, in your opinion? Uh, what do you think? I think the NIO. Would you like me? I'm going to give you my opinion on this, too, before you go any further. I, I just think we got comfortable and cocky that we had our guys, our main and core guys returning. And we, we just thought it was going to happen. When I went, went early in the season, I went for a preseason game. And I was a little concerned because it was a preseason game that we should have blown played, whoever. I can't remember who it was. Okay, John C. Smith. I remember that game, yeah. John, yes, and it was we should have blown them out of the water, and we didn't get it done. It's kind of like okay, it's preseason, whatever. But I'm like, all the games were like that, and that was a concern for me because we felt like oh, we just turn it on, mm-hmm. and it just kind of got out of the hand from that. So that's that's what I saw from there, which concerned me. But go ahead. So think about this. Let's say after our sophomore year, when we lose to Arizona, we come back. Um, just think about like I said, everybody went to both sessions of summer school. Everybody, we played Vince. We played nonstop that whole summer. I mean, three or four o'clock in the morning, we just getting up shots. So think about coming back the next following season. After you get done with practice, you got to go and shoot a Dunkin' Donuts commercial. After I get done with practice, I'm going to shoot this car dealership commercial. And and I get it. Like I truly believe that players deserve to get paid for their name and likeness. I just think. Stop. Can you imagine NIL being around your time? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I just say I don't think that we probably would have made it to the final four the next year because you're getting almost a million dollars. Because of the opportunity. Yeah, man. And I, I knew, and I knew, and you know how that Duke-Carolina game, I remember the game at Duke, and I remember the ball just rolling on the floor. And I'm just like, nobody's diving for loose. That's a Duke-Carolina game. And I love the guys. I think, you know, we just got to the point we got complacent and we felt like it was going to be as easy as it was. Because we caught fire at the right part, time of the season. Yeah. So I think they thought that mm-hmm. we could just carry that over. But as you know, 
other teams are like preseason number one. I mean, they they're they the hunters going at hunters it. anymore. They were the hunters, and we never Correct. we never counteract. And I talked to Hubert, and he was like, "Well, this is a different team." He said, "This is a, this is a totally different team than what I had last year." He said, "They got to worry about other, you know, things outside of basketball." But think about it, Vince. For us, it was just we go to class, we do our work, and we was the one thing, especially in my profession, what I see now is the feel for the game is not there. Imagine all the open runs that we had. Vince, I went there the first day they was able to, to uh, practice or just, uh, just uh, you know, go up play, just play, oh, play, pick up, pick up. So they played that day, and I had the boys with me, and I said, well, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Y'all going to play again tomorrow, right? They were like, nah, we scheduled to play next week. I was like, huh? So for us – we got a basketball scholarship to go to the University of North Carolina. Of course, don't get me wrong, school, whatever other kind of things you got going on. But, Vince, we play every single day. And I think the problem that we're dealing with is these guys have these guys that can – everybody can work out. Everybody can do between the legs. Everybody can do all this other stuff. But the feel for the game, the chemistry, the competitiveness is kind of like taking a step back, I think. Draft night. Oh yeah. What do you what do you man, remember about draft night? I'm sitting there, me and my boy get drafted together. We sitting there in Vancouver having a good time. Your table next step, me and my mama sitting there. So yeah. my mom and dad here, my agent here, and my agent is like, look, it's gonna be a trade. Uh you're not going to Toronto. So just letting you know. You know they get the phone call before. See, see. You already knew that. And me, meanwhile, we sitting over here don't know a thing. But obviously the deal was with you. And I'm, I'm going to say right from that point, now we're here like living it up and like I said, about to get drafted, you know, like I said, sitting next to us. And the weirdest thing to me is, and, and obviously we we always talked about where we worked out yeah. and everything. And I worked out for Golden State and whatnot. And when you got drafted to, to Toronto, I, and I, okay, let me go back. I don't know if you know, Toronto had already said, if I was available at four, I might as well come work out for them because they were going to draft me. Yeah. Okay? Now, draft night gets here. <laughs> number one, Odo Candy already knew. It was already understood. It was Odo Candy or Bibby. Yeah. Number two, the other Okay? Then number three, Ray LaFrance. All right, yeah. cool. Number four, I was like, okay, they said. I, I, I remember telling my mom, they said they're going to draft me. Okay. I was heading toward Jameis. I said, Murr? <laughs> Wait, what? I said the same thing. So my agent was right there. So he told me. So they said, Antoine Jameson, number four pick Toronto Raptors. I'm getting up. I'm like, okay. I said, I don't know where I'm going, but from what I just heard, this is not going to be it. You're not going to end up here. So I'm getting up. Bro. I'm trying to hug my mom and my dad. My mom like, no, it's cold. We, we, we didn't say anything about it. <laughs> I said, mom, just give me a hug. I'm not going here. Just They're like, Toronto? Like, what? So, but I didn't know what I did not know because I thought I was either going to Golden State or Dallas. So, come to find out, Golden State was um, trying to keep you from Dallas. From Dallas, because Dallas was in talks with yes. Toronto about moving up. So, Golden State, like, look, right. cash, we'll switch. Let's, you know, we don't, we don't want to lose Antoine. So, that's how it happened. And just like you know, beach ball classic. I mean, this is the way we started our friendship. And I remember uh, exactly the first day on campus, like just the way we competed against one another, Vince, we were preparing ourselves for that moment. It was funny. You didn't know we was getting traded. I kind of knew. I just didn't know where I was going. But to sit there, I'm shaking David Stern hands. He's like, you know, don't keep that hat on too for too long. You're getting traded. So I, I knew what was going on. I just didn't know. I'm sitting back there doing interviews with the fifth pick. I said, oh, you don't say. It's, it's for my pick. So, okay, so like, now it's my turn. So now I get drafted with the fifth pick, the Golden State Warriors. I was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to Toronto. I'm going to Golden State. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. So, you know, I'm getting, you know, my family, getting, we all putting on the hats and everything. Yeah, congratulations, hugging moms and pops yeah. and all that and stuff like that. And it's like, man, that's crazy. The boy's going four five. All right, cool. And I remember putting the hat on, and and I remember my, my family, they're getting their hat all right and stuff. And they, they told me this, but obviously I didn't see that part of it. But I remember putting my hat on, and I remember walking up the steps, taking the first two steps, and I see you standing there to the right. Yeah. And when you were standing there, 
you were trying to say something to yeah. me. But I was so like excited, my heart beat. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm about to take that. It's, it's about to happen. What? So you were like, yeah. like you were saying, like, come to find out, you were saying we're about to get traded. Yeah. I was like, what? So by the time I'm trying not to fall upstairs because the one thing I had in my mind was like, bro. All of this, the camera will be following you. Do not trip up steps. Because that's, that's a steep That's all I care about. Like, we were walking up. I'm like, oh, you got to be careful, but It was slippery. You had the brand new yeah. bottoms on. Like, I was like, bro, do not slip. Are you talking to me, too? I was like, what? I was like, oh, man, whatever. I'll take the picture. David Stern said, hey, uh, stand right here. Yeah. It's about to be a trade. So I, I stood back, and you were trying to tell me. I was like, bro, yeah. I, I don't know what you're saying. I, my heart beating in my ears or something. I can't hear you. Yeah. I can't understand you. So he's like, so, I, so I, I remember saying, dang, somebody's about to get traded already. Yeah. And back then, they There's didn't, they didn't wait until eight or nine picks later to address the pick. They knew right away. And it was like, we were sitting there, we we sitting there taking the head off. And we take, I got the picture right there down in the game room. I got the picture, like, yeah. I say it's crazy. I was like, like hey, the business of basketball crazy. has been interesting. Oh, we learned that very quickly. My sweet mate, my sweet mate is now tra- like my teammate. Yeah. And sweet mate, because for y'all know, we lived in the, in the like, the, we had suites. Like, I had one yet, so we connected. Now. I'm trying to go to bed. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. My, I mean, I'm trying to get, I'm, I'm like... trying to listen to my, <laughs> if I had a 15, the two 15s. <laughs> But I, I was just like, oh, that's what he was saying. We getting traded yeah. for each other. Bro, why didn't you say that? Yeah. And my parents were like, they were fixed. They, they said, once they fixed the hat, they was like, what? And they were just throwing, yeah. throwing hats, <laughs> Golden State hats on your table. That, the hats are coming out. It was oh, like, it was just a crazy it, it moment. It was crazy. And it's funny because I told you about like, and right away, our careers are going to be intertwined because, of course, we went to Carolina, <laughs> getting traded for one another. And I just remember that, that, that freshman, I mean, that rookie season, I'm just like, and I, I always, I respect it because I knew, I'm like, this is the stuff. People were like, did you see the dunk he did on ESPN? I'm like, you you should have been to our practices at Carolina. The dunks that he was doing. <laughs> I, I told people I jumped higher before. I, they, before I was like, they... it was crazy. I mean, it was one time. I mean, when we were doing a rebounder drill, it was like Serge Ripper, <laughs> Mac Talk, me, Ed, Adamo. We down there just, and all of a sudden, this dude just comes and take it. I'm just like, that was in practice. So it was one thing to see the highlights. I'm like, the dunk contest. I'm like, yeah, I've been seeing that for three years down the road. And he, he was touching the top of the backboard. I'm just like, yeah, that's nothing. One of the moments that I'll never forget was a proud moment for me of you is your back-to-back 50 balls. And that was, I mean, it's, it's a little different now. I mean, there's some Kobe Bryant's, obviously, yeah. who was putting them up like three, four, five <laughs> times in a row. But at that time, it was you and Kobe were the only ones that put up back-to-back 50 yeah. balls. Like, what, what? how did that make you feel? How, how were you feeling? Like, what type of zone were you in? And when did you know, particularly the second 50 ball, that you were going to do it again? Well, I, Or you were capable I, of doing I think it? the thing for me, because like I told you, you know, my rookie year to see the success that you was having, Paul Pierce, uh, Dirt, like I'm like, man, like I was college player of the year, Mike Bibb, all these cats, and like it was tough. It was the furthest I've been away from my family. I'm on the West Coast. When I'm getting out of practice, everybody's getting ready to go to bed. I didn't really have anybody, and I remember like between you and Matt, being able to, like, just let out my frustration with you two. Yep. And you were like, bro, like, I know what you can do. Like, just take – it's going to take time. And for you to be able to, like, sympathize with me after all the success you was having, dunking over people and – Because I was on the other side, yeah. though. Just think about yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. Your freshman my year – My freshman year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so it's, vice just, versa. it's just so, so crazy. For me to – not have the team success, not have the individual success. It was the first time I ever doubted uh, myself in life, in basketball. Because you got to think about it. Middle school, we was always the most athletic, the most talented. High school, we all Americans. We get to college. And I got to the league, and it's just like I'm doubting myself. But then I remember I went home for like a month. I came back, and I just – I just dedicated myself to my craft, learning how to shoot, 
And I remember that year I was having some success. I was like, you know what? That's starting to become easy. I can get the shot off mid-range, shoot the three a little bit. We played Gary Payton. What what year was that for you? That was when my you third, third year. year. My third, third year. year. And I remember we played up in Seattle, Gary Payton, those guys, Rashard Lewis. Girl, you old, bro. You said up in Seattle. Up in Seattle. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 51 points. And I was just like, I said, man, I, I didn't see that coming. And I just remember, like, the text message from you, from everybody, like, bro, I knew you could do it. Congrats. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm starting to play like how I knew I can I can play the game of basketball on this level. And then it was like two days off before we played the Lakers. And this is when the Lakers, I think this might have been they they either back to back or they was trying to three P. It might have been on they back to back year. Kobe, Shaq, everybody. And I just remember like just getting to that zone, like, bro, you just hit fifty one. You gotta make sure you you bring it. You know, this is you know, Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to hit 51 or anything like that, but I just remember you hear about people talk about being in that zone. You've been there. The basket is so wide, man. No matter what, you're going at the speed that nobody is on your level. And this everything just became easy. I wasn't rushing. I was getting to my spots. I was just the little things, the rebounds, the offensive boards, like all that stuff was just coming to me. And I just remember down that stretch – it was me and Kobe going back and forth. And, you know, this, I remember that. Kobe yeah. to me was the second coming of Mike. And I'm like, and at that particular time, like we had more Laker fans at the arena because we played at Golden State than we did Golden State fans. But <laughs> just to know, like, you know, I remember after the game, like Kobe and Shaq both like, you know, good game. Like them like solidifying, like, yeah, you know, you know, you, you're making it. Bro, so this Sports Center, Sports Center, Spinner, like, bro, like, yeah, we know Kobe, but man, yeah. he ain't the only one that got back to back. That's the thing, though, like, yeah. That was Kobe's first 51, 50 point game. He had never scored 51, 50 points in the NBA game. That was his first 50 point game. And it was just, I just remember, like, just like, he coming down, you know, Larry Hughes going and Bobby Sir, and I'm just like, and I'm coming down like hard as great. I remember Phil Jackson, like, <laughs> and I remember Shaq like, get your ass over there and stop this man. He's killing us. But I tell you one thing, it's funny because after I hit 51 points back to back, the next game we played was against the Lakers. Vince, when I say I've never worked hard for a bucket my life, <laughs> I didn't score a point that game. I went from 51 back to back to nothing. When I say they had Shaq, Kobe, Dare fish, yeah. Look it up. Oh, you were getting, you were getting that. Man, you were like, getting that. What, uh, what is this? Hall of Fame. I never seen this. He before. not scoring. Yeah, that's Phil Jackson. Get on the side, like get it. I Go was get like, him. They came get out, him. And, and for me, it was like this is my third year in the league. I never experienced being mentally prepared for like that type of like triple teams. Triple teams. <laughs> like, oh no, he ain't getting fifty tonight. So I was like, and I just remember like I remember after the game. Kobe them coming out laughing like, yeah, <laughs> not tonight, honey. I felt out like it was crazy. Sweet. But to me, it was just like I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm on the same level as Vince now. I'm on the same level as Paul and Dirk, guys of my class that I put on this pedestal because I had so much success the first early in your careers. And now it's like, you know, like that's when I knew, like, you know what? I This is what I'm going to be doing until I can't do it anymore. And you mentioned Kobe. I know you you ended up obviously you had that battle. You ended up playing with Kobe. Yeah. Um, what what you know? We hear stories about Kobe from other guys. For you, what was it like uh, playing with Kobe uh, at that time? Oh, you know, for man, you? It was uh, it was it was so easy. Our lockers was next to each other. You know me. I'm like it's one of the greatest ever players. So I'm just like a sponge, and he was so receptive. The thing about Kobe. If you dedicate yourself to the game of basketball and you wanted to win, he was the best teammates ever. Him and Shaq beefed because what? Shaq was giving it not 100%, had other stuff. That year, Dwight was on the team. Dwight, you know, always joking and stuff like that. But if you came and practiced hard and then you did everything, the coaches, like, he was, I love playing with him. I mean, one time, it's a funny story. We on a plane. 
You know, he always did that that system like a like a snake. You know, he be doing that. And he's like, J-Mo, that way he called me, like, come here. And I'm like, Kobe ain't never called me. We're on the plane. I said, what's going on? He watched the film, Vince. I mean, just watch the film. He's like, look. He said, I see you was open. He said, I didn't see you. He said, next time, next game, you know, just, just hey, pass the ball, I'm open. I'm looking at the film, Vince. He got four guys on. I'm like, how you don't know I'm open? You got four guys right there on you, but <laughs> he was just like, he said, I got blinders on. I just see the basket. He said, next time, just let me know. Surely, but surely, next game we play, I think it might have been, I forgot, Phoenix or somebody. It was the most 32 points that game I had. You know, they double team him. I'm yelling, Kobe. He, I mean, just layup after layup. And, like, that's the type of player he was. He was the ultimate competitor. I mean, he wanted to win. You remember the time when Mike came and we did our, 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 our game, uh, our run in Chapel Hill. And this is, we were like, it's Michael Jordan. He just came off a championship and we play a pickup game with Mike. Just the intensity that we played with. We said picks. We diving on the floor for loose balls. Diving yeah, on loose in balls. A pick-up pick-up. Game. <laughs> but that's the type of that's the type of, you know, attention that he demanded. And Cole was the same way. Like to me, I love playing with Cole. I could have played with Cole my whole career because we all wanted the same things. Like my work ethic was compared to none. I remember my first day of training camp. I'm normally the first one in the gym. You know, we had practice around 11 o'clock. I get to the gym like 8 o'clock. I'm getting shots up. I walk in. Kobe comes off the court just sweating. I'm like, well, he just got, he's getting out the shower? I'm like, no, he's been here since 5 o'clock in the morning. And this one, we was doing tour days. But that's just the type of person he was. He, he never let anybody or wanted to think anybody was outworking him. And as a teammate, it was the same way. As long as you coming in, you competing every day, you giving everything to your craft and to the team, he was the best teammate ever. LeBron. Yeah. You also played with LeBron. And, you know, your time with him, I mean, what LeBron has accomplished. And you got the opportunity to see LeBron in his early stages. And obviously you're seeing what he's done now and what he's accomplished. You know, it's about like LeBron James is, <laughs> the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. And you got that opportunity to play with him. You got to see him every day. What are your thoughts on him as a young guy to where, where he is now? Yeah, so I got traded midway through the season. And you you knew he was he was getting ready for greatness. Um, to say I'm shocked or surprised that he's the all-time leading scorer in the NBA history, I'm not. Just like Cole the work ethic, uh, the attention to detail, the amount of money he's spent on his body to make sure he's, you know, prepared uh, for the rigors of like 82 plus deep into the playoffs. I knew it. I think at that particular time, Braun needed to go into a situation like he did with Miami. He needed, because at that particular time, Cleveland was still kind of like trying to figure things out and you mean like learn how to win? Learn, at learn how to win and learn how to – the difference between Braun and Kobe, Kobe was more like Mike, uh, just the, 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 the mentality. Mentality, yeah. Braun was more like happy-go-lucky, you know, just still having a good time. They, all, the, all the handshakes they was doing. So I think Braun needed to go down with Pat Riley and learn about – the mentality that Mike and Magic and those guys, D-Wade already had it. So I think by those couple of years, by him being down there in Miami, it, it, it took him to the next level. Because he he was arguably, he could have won the MVP every year. That's the type of talent that he was. But I think he needed to go down there and experience, like, you know what? I've been kind of doing this all wrong. And from what I heard after he got back from Miami, from the people with their organization, you can tell he came back uh, different. He came back with a little, you know what, this is how we got to do things. And he was, Vince, his, his basketball mind, I never seen anything like it. I remember, like, Mike Brown trying to draw plays, and Brown, he's a coach. I mean, 
you think about, you know, Kobe, I played with Shaq with Cleveland. But, like, Braun was, like, his his mind just, it worked. Like, I never seen it before as a player. And then he had the opportunity, because you hear most great coaches were not great players. But Braun had the opportunity to practice what he preached and what he saw. And, of course, I mean, this man came out of high school, built like a mad truck, fast, like I've never seen it before. IQ, like I his basketball IQ is – people don't give him enough credit for his basketball IQ. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the thing I love about it, I think the difference between the players when our generation and Braun, Braun loves the game of basketball. KD mm-hmm. loves the game of basketball. If they weren't playing, they'd be out there on the blacktop. I mean, it's just – is this is their mentality. And that was the difference between, I think, Kobe and, and Braun – Braun had to go down there and, and figure it out. And I think Kobe already came in. Already had it, yeah. You know, he, he struggled a little bit. Kobe st- studied, studied MJ, yeah. you know, every his his every move. Like, I remember. And then you know, Kobe went to one. in the mirror, walking tall. Kobe went to an organization that his championship a bust. And Braun went to a situation in Cleveland, like, you know, we never had. You're just a savior. Just, you know, just, just, just bring people to come see the, to, to, to the stands. And then. He went down to Miami like, hold on, no, we're just not down here to party and have a good time. We're here to win championships. And I think once he got to that point, like, no, nah, you know, this is what is required. It's not just make it to the finals every other year. Like, Pat Riley, like, bro, we're here to win championships. And lastly, I just want to clear the air, get this out there, and then we're going to get out of here, get out of your hair, ladies and gentlemen. You already mentioned a little bit, and I want to double back on this MJ story. When MJ came to town mm-hmm. to play pickup. Yeah. There was a story that came out about this MJ situation and how it all unfolded. Yeah. And you know, we've had conversations about it. And this is not have anything to do with anybody, not to Mark Spears, not to anybody, but we actually lived this story as well. And you know, we've had just recently, we've had a conversation about it, but yeah, some of the um, <laughs> things that came out, <laughs> if you would, were not really true. Yeah. Now, now, knowing the person who, you know, I heard the story, and he said about he wasn't his favorite. Now, I know him. Now, if he said that, I didn't hear it. And it wouldn't surprise me if he did say, I can only talk about what I experienced and what I saw. <laughs> and I remember they said, you guys got to be downstairs at Dean Smith right. to play pickup at a certain time. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we'll be there. No, you got to be here at a certain time. I'm like. I remember that. What's the so big I mean, deal? Right. Yeah, what's the all big right, deal? We always there. Right? We always there. We always there at 3 o'clock, you know. And right. I just remember, like, nobody was in the gym but us. Normally you have, like, the managers. Mm-hmm. You might have um, some people walking the concourse or whatever. But it was just the team in there. And I'm like. So we sitting up stretching and stuff. And I'm like, man, okay, so let's get started. They're like, hold up, wait, not yet. We're going to get started in a little bit. I'm like, what's going on? And coming out of the tunnel, you know, everybody knows the walk. And I'm like, <laughs> I said, that Michael Dillon know that coming over there. I said, what's he doing? I said, sure, I'm like, that's it. He's talking to him. Got his Carolina shorts on and. You know, that little walk coming on. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, man, we about – this is our freshman year, Vince. I'm like, bro, we about to play with – I said, oh, crap, okay. All of a sudden, boy, we start stretching. All of a sudden, we we straight up on the layup line. And I remember I played with him one game. game and I played against him one game. Mm-hmm. And, Vince, when I say the attention to detail, I say we was at the setting screen. We was – that was the hardest I ever seen a pickup game being played in my life. But wait, who you remember? He he had like the walk-ons, and he had like yeah, he was like, nah, 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 give me them. Yeah, and I remember, and yeah, I got switched out on him. I said, somebody come help, help, because I mean, he he had that. He's looking. I'm just, and it's just like he started getting into that that yeah, oh, doing all this crap. I'm like. <laughs> And I just remember, man, it was, I mean, it was just like, 
we just got through playing. Because think about it. Went to Carolina. Just won a championship. This is like the reason why a lot of us or even playing a game of basketball. Be like Mike in the backyard doing this. Chicago, so to sit there and like at the Smithson, the school that I'm going to, to have Michael Jordan come in, I didn't say nothing. I was sitting there just, it's Michael Jordan. We sitting there saying, yeah, I was, I was hey, a student hey. in that master class he was giving us out there. <laughs> Call the screen, young fella. I'm like, I, I mean, it's just like, cause we, we learned like, this is the intensity cause for us. You know, we didn't know when this opportunity or even it was going to happen. This is what we got to expect if we was to make it to the next level. And I just miss, I mean, we playing hard. We diving Man, on the floor. I just remember I the mean, time on the break, the one fast break I got, it's like, you know, usually dunk it, but like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and dunk this one extra hard. Man. <laughs> I remember. Man. Bro, I, I mean, I, it, it, so did you play shots is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. One time, like he was calling his shots. Yeah, don't, don't reach, don't reach now because you reach. I'm going in here for this fadeaway. And I like what? Talking about like you said that you. He, I like <laughs> fadeaway, like unbelievable. And so, I like I, I don't remember like I, this. Is why I was saying I don't remember yeah, any trash talk. It. I it was I, it wasn't no trash talking. Not from me. Yeah, it I, wasn't. No, I don't recall any trash talking. So I just remember. I, I, Quiet, church mouth, going to have to do my job, pick that screen. I played with him the first game, set screen the second game. That's when he had to walk on and he played against everybody. And we, I was like. Yeah, I, only, yeah. I played against him. Yeah. Oh, did I play with, I, I, I want to say I played with him once, but maybe not. So, did, so let me ask you this. So knowing that. The the talk was this is the next coming of Michael Jordan, or this is the closest thing to Michael Jordan to ever come to Carolina. Did that put know, any pressure on you when you played him that day? I didn't want you I, never you never came off you never I, came off that way. You just you let your game. I didn't want. The, I, 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 you know, I've always said that like I didn't want to be the next MJ because like bro that that's soon as you do that. You um, automatically put pressure on yourself, and I'm like, bro, like I might, you might see some things, like I, I you know, I love the fadeaway, I, that was my thing, you know, I hit you with the the long fadeaway either way or whatnot, and you see some stuff, but like it was just like, nah, I was just wanted to see, like, I'm not gonna say like I say like, let me see what this Michael Jordan thing was all about, but at the same time, like, bro, like this the best right. to ever do it, so you know, you see yeah. where you are at night, uh, well, 17, 18 years old, and, and this man, the MJ. Yeah. Right, grown man, like the man had grown man strength. Like yeah. he was just—I'm talking about like trying to guard him back down. Like he—he just—he just his ability to get to his spots, and he was prepared for everything that you could possibly do during live action. You know what I'm saying? So it was just—I I, like I said, I—I I was a student in that master class yeah. that he was given, it, and it was just like to be able to so, like you knew about the dunking and stuff, but Vince to to. I've seen you, and you, you. His ability to get shots off from people who are athletic. Is but just, no, like, the one I, thing I won't block this fadeaway. I'm not. I compare you. This one thing I would compare you guys to, and you could jump, and I'm sitting there jumping with you. I'm jumping with you. I'm coming down, and you're still elevating up, and it's like you in slow motion. Like that's the thing I will compare you guys to because I remember that day. I'm like, hold up, I'm, I'm jumping. I'm, I know I got a little bit of athletic ability, but I'm coming down. He's just still hanging, and it's just like and that he was does one of the things. It's funny time. Say that. that was one of the things that, because of my ability, I I learned, and I I took from his game is the ability to kind of get in the paint and just be athletic. And then sometimes it's just like, all right, you done? Your 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 athleticism has expired. Okay, let me go ahead and just wait. And sometimes, you know, you will see with the one hand, sometimes with the fadeaway, just hold it up there. Like those are the things. Like I was like, that's another dimension of my game I, I use. Like particularly when I got in the NBA, more so than in college. But like now, I can just get in the paint and just you know, because now you, you we talking about we dealing with back Matumbos and you know Sean Bradleys and all those guys. So you know, or just big athletic strong dudes. It's like I just had to kind of. Wait, but that's know, the I'm thing. Like, three wells guarding me and stuff. So, I just, especially I guys, I had to go. Like, KG was seven foot long oh, and shot up here. 
dirt yeah. the same way, the fadeaway. But for you, it was mm-hmm. like, I'm taller than Vince. And you would mm-hmm. jump straight up. And then all of a sudden, you could talk your body. I'm just like, how does this dude still up? And one thing, the coming to the rim, I was just like, you know what? This, yeah, he hanged. But <laughs> the fadeaway and the jump shot and be like, oh, that's good D. I'm right there. And I'm right there. I'm just like, and that's the thing I remember when I played MJ for the first time. I'm like, this guy is literally just hanging in the air on his jump, jump shot. Same shot every time. The motion is just like, those are the things that you don't, you see it on TV, but you don't really appreciate it until you're like literally like live competing against it. That's the one thing I will say that you had a lot of is that you can actually play good defense on Vince. This is before you learn how to like create off the drill and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. you would just sit there and I'm just like, Bro, calm down. Like, what are you doing? It was just, and you had the same motion every time. Like, a lot of people don't understand. Yo, shout. It was just like, hey, actually, shoot the ball. But that, that, that freshman year, you was just so in your head. You were like, oh, I can shoot it now. Everything was just, but then when you realize, no, nah, I'm taking this shot. I'm just like, and then when you start off the dribble, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's a wrap. So just, just get ready for it. So. Yeah, man. And that's why it prepared me. I think playing against MJ then and then playing against MJ when he came back with the Wizards, you know, I had a better understanding. It's one thing oh, watching MJ. It's one thing watching MJ, you know, for everybody who who, who claimed like, oh, now he – it's another thing yeah. having to guard that man live. Like, hey, funny, funny story. I remember because this is when I was at Golden State and he was with the Wizards. He came in. It's MJ. I mean, like I said, we played against – played with him in college. And me and Gilbert are, like, cooking. I had, like, about 33, 34. Man, he guarded me one time. I hit the shot. I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah. Tar Hill, calm down. All right, my bad, dog. That's his go-to. That's his go-to. That's his go-to. Don't get me started. I'm like, my bad, player. It's your game. I said that. His shots, I'm like, let me just see him. But that's that's the type of respect that he had. And like I said, I mean, you you know, it's a debate between who's the greatest, Braun or or Mike. If you ask Braun, Braun played the but game because of Mike. Kobe. <laughs> we can't forget Kobe. I'm with you. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm you. man, Tom. I really appreciate it, man. It's 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 always a pleasure. You see, when we get to talking, we have stories on end. Like I'm hoping all our listeners out there really enjoy this conversation because I knew it was going to be a good one. I knew people were going to hear some great stuff. Thank you once again, man. My brother, love you to death, man. It's always love when we get together, man. VC Show, we signing off, man. Let's go! Let's go!